I'm Kristen Marchand, and this is the Apiango Line. Today, we're back again with Martina Coolis, host of Back in the Day, as she is in conversation with another resident of the Valley Manor, our local long-term care home here in Barry's Bay. Martina's guest today is Ruth Coolis, who was born on a farm in 1927 near Cross Lake, once home to the Murray Brothers Sawmill located between Madawaska and Maynooth. Ruth is the last of 11 siblings, and her remarkable conversation is full of the sort of details only a shrewd eyewitness of the 20th century might possess. So let's join Martina as she hears all about the life and times of Ruth Coolis. I grew up in, in, uh, in Cross Lake. It's about six miles from Madawaska. Okay. Yeah, on a farm. Yeah, yeah. And there's a bunch of us kids. There's nine of us. Oh, my well, gosh. there was 11, really. But, I mean, before I... W- the, there were two that died before I ever was born. Oh, okay. But, I mean, I grew up with nine of us then. Wow. Yeah. That's a big family yeah. then. And them times, everybody had big families. There was, tw- I know, families that had 15 or more. Like wow. this, I see, I was born in 1927. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. There's, there's some that are older than me, some born in 1915, you know, oh, the, yeah. the oldest. But I mean, that's, everybody had big families. Now, when I got married, now I, I just had five kids, you know, yeah. it's gotten half. And now that I grew up and had my kids and they're, Having you know, their own, yeah. I have two getting their old age pension now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, now their they're families now, they're cut in half the journey, have two or three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. It seems like with your generation, if you're married, you just have two kids. Well, I know even my mom, she, there was four of them when she, like, she's three siblings, and I only have one sister. Oh, yeah. So you're right. Yeah. It's definitely smaller because it's getting so much. It costs so much now. If you you wouldn't want to have a family like what I grew up in. Yeah. Because, but then in them times, I went to school like in a, in just a one room school. Okay. And a teach in a, a box stove in the middle of the floor in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And. Uh, there was one teacher, like up to grade 10, okay. and uh, she uh, had all the grades, one, yeah, like that. But there was only about 26, 27 or whatever okay. children, but she had all the grades, might have been just one on grade four or what, and when I got up to the, and there wasn't too many that went to the up to the higher grades, they kept them home, have mm-hmm. to help. Yeah. Yeah. So you went you went up to grade ten then yourself? Yeah, I had I was the only one I I guess that went no, my younger sister she went higher. I guess she got I don't know how much grade she would have went. But I went to grade ten. I wanted to be a teacher, but then they can't wouldn't afford to Yeah. I don't, I don't know where do you go? Because where would you get the money to board out somebody? Yeah. I had an uncle on land in uh, North Bay, mm-hmm. but my uncle said he'd pay for it. He said, oh, I'll pay for Ruth's uh, stay there, her board. Mm-hmm. And, but my mother said, oh, no. She said, you can't just go and 
plop somebody, you know, that. And she said, besides, we need all everybody here to to make, uh, like, you know, help. Help with the because farm. Because you had a great big garden. You'd have no idea. Mm -hmm. Like for nowadays, well, I guess some people have big gardens now, but they had in big times. Like in them times, they had to all help. Yeah. I know I had to milk a cow probably when I was eight or nine years old. Oh, wow. You know, yeah. to start off with one cow, and there was, you know, uh, just help. It sounds like you had a pretty big farm, so you would need all the helping I See, it was just all back in them times. Now, everybody has, uh, like, machinery. In them times, the ground was so rough. It could be yeah. just... It'd be just like some, like out in real no hills. That's where, that's where I live and there's rock everywhere. No, I mean like when we had to help in the hay and because the ground is so rough, you haven't got machinery like, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, well, we had one more, but you could, there was only one field that was level enough that you could, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. To actually use the machinery yeah. on it. So we had the brakes, you know, there's just like a, Toothbrush. Yes, yeah. Oh, I don't know what you call them, but, but yeah, there's a whole they're like that bunch, almost. yeah. And we'd, all of us kids, we'd have to rake. And I thought, well, sir, when I grow up, I'm not marrying no farmer. <laughs> and did you stick to that? You weren't a farmer? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, we didn't have no farm. Then when I got married, I moved out from Cross Lake. It's six miles to Madawaska. Yeah. So I just I didn't live in the village. It was about a mile and a half up on that hill out oh, okay. of Madawaska. Yeah. We had two pigs, and some hens for eggs. Pigs. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Pigs and hens. Yeah. So it was a lot smaller and fewer animals than what you grew up with. And that part. Was that fewer animals then when than what you grew up with? Uh, no, that was uh, uh, when uh, what I grew up with. We had pigs. I was talking now about what I got when I got married. Okay. But, uh, but at home we had a team of horses and a mm -hmm. wagon and a what you call a stone boat. You have to pick stones off the fields. All of us kids, yeah. we'd all get out and we'd have to pick stones. Mm -hmm. Pick berries in the, you know, in the summertime. Yeah. And my mother would preserve them. Maybe she'd have a, a hundred cedars of maybe it's just strawberries, and then there was raspberry time or blueberries. There was blueberries growing all over the oh, really? place. You know, wherever there was a hill, there was blueberries on yeah. it. Yeah. Or a little log on. Uh, Trails, you know, like Murray's had a, a mill up in Cross Lake. Oh, okay. Yeah, and my brother, he worked in the camp when he was 15 years old. He was like what they call, I think you call it a cookie or something. You help the cook. Oh, okay. You know, like, yeah. and you sweep, they swept the floor, and you know, in the mm -hmm, cookery mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And he got, uh, he was, he worked there for quite a while, yeah. Was that your older brother? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm the last one now in okay. my family. Really? My, my sister and I were just 14 months apart. Mm -hmm. She died a year ago in July, just like a year ago. 
Oh. Not this past July, but the year before that. Yes, yeah. And now I'm the last one. I'm 90. She died when she was 93, and now I'm 93. Yeah. So I was just kidding. I kidding all of the time that I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and be here. <laughs> Even <laughs> the last win. Her and I always. I don't know if it's because there's such a little difference between us. I guess we're always together. Yes. That, you know, it just seems we're always kind of fooling one another. Oh, I'm sure. Every year when the, all the, like there's a pickling on the berry, you know, were preserved. Yes. For the winter, we couldn't go away because we had to help at home all summer. But when the potatoes were finished, you know, like dunk, Yes. we could go away and work out. And then we had to, whatever money we made, we had to buy ourselves some clothes. I So I worked in Peterborough, her and I, at General Electric. Okay. And then the, we worked also, then the next year we went working, we went to Peterborough too. It was the woolen mills, mm -hmm. uh, but you made... Uh, the money was good at General Electric, the woolen mills. Was on. And then the next year after, we went to Kitchener looking for okay. work, because they were sick. But I worked, while I was looking for work, we were looking for work, we worked at a button factory because I couldn't get any, you know, work. Because some places you go, they're filled up. Then the next place, well, you have to have a, go have a, a doctor's test. It was, what the hell do you call it, tires? Pardon? What, what do you call that where they made tires? Oh yeah, Goodyear. Oh that yes. That was a good place we could take, they could take us, but you had to go to a doctor and have a test, you know, like oh, that. Really? Well, you can't take a, a week off going looking for a doctor to get an appointment. You yeah. better just keep on working or you have to take a half a day off looking for a round, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so when it come near spring again, and your cows are going to start milking and stuff, you have to come home. Generally, okay. around in April, first of April or the last of March, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you have to come home and help, start helping. Everything is starting to, you know. <laughs> and I know when I worked at a place, the first big check, because I was getting more money, I got all the way out of that uh, button. Plant. I was working for 29 cents an hour. Well, at that time, that, that's no wages, but you didn't. Like, who'd work for 29 cents now? Nobody. So, when you were working in Peterborough, how old were you? I was probably 18. Okay, so yeah. you're still a teenager, pretty young. And uh, first thing I bought when I got a check, I bought a watch. Now, my mother said, we wouldn't dare tell, I wouldn't dare tell my mother I'd got a watch. She said, you buy yourself some clothes, because I mean, how, what can they, but you know, big yeah. family of us. So I mean, today now, when I stop and think, well, we scold our kids, you just, you know. You yeah, listen. It was hard. And I know when I, after I got, I know I had, I was saving up, I wanted to buy a fur coat, because my sister had one. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I'll show the ones that run, you know, in my district. 
it was I got made with money on, I got a fur coat. But when I went to the store to get a coat, I had $300, that was a lot of money at that time. I had more than what I really needed. Really? But I thought, I'm not putting this out for a fur coat. I've got, by the time I get home, it's spring. <laughs> I don't need no fur coat. Yeah. <laughs> I was wanting to show, like some of the rest of our look, what I earned yeah. when I was working <laughs> That's understandable. <laughs> it's still pretty proud to save up yeah. that much money then. Yeah. That was a lot. Oh, yeah. Because if your parents have to buy for nine kids, mm -hmm. well, I mean, they're not all kids, but they're, you know, so. Yeah. And it just was, it must have been pretty hard for them. I would think so. Nine kids, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. And I know, like my older sister, she, she went to grade six. Okay. Like, you know, like, that, yeah, it was really, must have been pretty hard. You were probably pretty, pretty happy and lucky to be going to grade I 10. Never, I never liked school. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you never liked it, but you wanted to be a teacher? Oh, no, if I, oh, I wanted to be a teacher. But I, but if I, I want to stop and think now, I, that's the last thing I would want to do. <laughs> they say the kids are, are so... <laughs> yeah, they probably don't listen very well. <laughs> they say they can tell the teacher off. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so I thought, I think I have <laughs> killed somebody. <laughs> good, good thing maybe it didn't work out. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure you would have been a good teacher though too. Well, I, I thought I was going to be a nice teacher, you know. Yeah. But today I think I don't know what I do. When <laughs> I hear some stories, oh, it's just so funny. It's funny to think about, yeah, how different it. Because I'm sure even when you went to school, nobody talked back to the teacher. Oh boy, you couldn't even turn around. The teacher might come and, you know. Yeah. I know one. He was kind of slow, but the teacher had that three-foot ruler. She came across the knuckles and I was bleeding. Oh but you wouldn't want I, you wouldn't want to try that now. No, no, you definitely can't you know? do that as a teacher. Oh yeah, the teacher. I think the teacher had a hard time. Yeah. Then it would be difficult to teach all those different grades at once. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 And I think we learned more. I think. My sister or my kids and I, I just think, uh, you know, we must, we must have learned more, but we had to go to, to four o'clock. Oh, okay. Like, and everybody is just looking at that big, I don't know, big band or whatever is hanging on the wall there. Yeah. Whenever it didn't, didn't go there for four o'clock, where everybody was just ready to go. Ready to yeah. run out. Yeah. And what did you do after school? You went home and helped? I guess so. But sometimes they were so busy at home. My mother, like she had a spin on a wheel. Oh yeah, and we had sheep to it. Oh, okay. Home. Yeah, sheep and a team of horses. We had cows, eight, about eight cows or around that. Yeah. More than eight. Yeah. And sheep and hens and stuff like that. But uh, when we got home, we had to walk three miles. Wow. So three miles there and three miles back. So that's exercise. Six walk six miles every day. Yes. And you're only maybe six when you first start. You're about six years old. Wow. And uh, 
well, the older ones, there's always three of us somehow go to school all the time. Yeah. But it's certainly different than what they have. And we were always lucky. Like Maurice had a mill in Cross Lake, and when they went from Cross Lake, taking uh, slabs to Madawaska, put them in the out. They went, they made a tractor, it was good after a snowstorm. And we just had the little gum rubbers. I don't know if you know what they look like. Yeah, I think so, yeah, the little black ones. And you see, my older sister, she would have went, started to school ahead of me. So, but I always had, she, she always got a new pair of rubbers and then laces. Because I'd be torn a couple places what I had to wear. It was hand-me-downs. Yeah. And I'd be so wishing when she got a pair of, had, I had to wear all her clothes. So I thought, boy, I wish I could get a new pair of laces. And I cried. Of course, when you're just small, just imagine a new pair of laces. Now I wouldn't think of. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't blink twice. And the clothes they have nowadays. We had them little gum rubbers, and they're just up about that high. You know? And the and snow was much higher. Either. Like, it's all hand-me-downs. Probably a lot of homemade knit stuff, too. And, uh, well, everything was knitted. Like, my mother spun yarn from oh, the okay. wool. Like, from the sheep we always had about, I don't know. It's just a small amount of sheep. Probably maybe 15 or something like that, I would say. She was able to spin yarn, and my older sister... Uh, she, uh, it was just knit <laughs> all the time. <laughs> all the time, and then they were just telling me what I uh, like, what it was like. My older sister, she baked bread when she was ten, because my mother, nobody went to the hospital to have a baby. Yes. Then, yeah, stayed home so while she couldn't bake bread, and there was all this nine kids. So she, but, but she was always, you know, she seen what my mom had to do when you make bread. Yes, yeah. Because she just didn't run to the store, spend a half a day going out with a team of horses to get some groceries. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So, so your sister was making the bread because your mom was having another baby? Yeah. She oh. was in the, she wasn't in the hospital. She was at home. Everybody had their babies you know, at home, yeah. They just told me, like, when after I grew up like that, that's, but that's the way it was. Well, uh, if you wanted the mail, you had to go to Madawaska, so that's six miles wow. out from where I lived. And if you wanted to go a little further, they called that Cross Lake, but it's Cross Lake, or from where I lived anyways, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, about, about four miles further or whatever was Cross Lake. But the houses are so far apart that you don't, you'd be in a cross lake and you wouldn't know where it was, you know. Yes. But there was quite a few uh, houses. Murray Smith uh, had a mill there. And, uh, oh yeah, and if they went to Madawaska with uh, everything, like slabs and everything, it made a track for us. That was really good. Yeah, yeah especially with those and low you, rubber boots. Yeah. And if you ever went to, wanted your mail, you had to go six miles to Madawaska, like from where I lived. Yes. So you just go about every two weeks. Of course, what mail would you get? Because yeah. <laughs> it was, I don't know, a postcard 
I think it was one cent. Oh, I remember. It? it was a great big cent. I was always glad when them things were used <laughs> up. Yeah, carrying those around wouldn't yeah. be too fun, I don't think. And, yeah, it goes about, or if there's a neighbor passing by from further up the where he lived, he had a, a one, a horse, a little, a, a younger horse, and uh, he went, he'd stop and ask, if you want your mail? Stop in and ask us. He'd get us our mail. Maybe he hadn't gone for two weeks, but you, there was no mail like they have now. Look at all the papers, the fires. Every day there's something no, there they no want to sell you. Then. And so if you went every two weeks, you might get a letter or mightn't have got a letter for months. It just yes. depends what year, like, you know. Did, did your family get a lot of postcards or no? What did you mostly get in the mail? Do you remember? I don't know. I've often got the two of us kids that go where we're already 10 years old, walk 10 miles, or not 10 miles, 6 miles out. And we were bright. You know, we knew where the post office was. And <laughs> we thought we did. that was really nice. That was getting out. Yeah. Went, I remember when the first time I heard a radio, went to the neighbors, they had a radio. And there was, I remember there was my, I thought, and he, the neighbor invited my dad and mom come over to their place, and that was a mile and a half, to listen to the radio. To the, and of course they'd take the two of us older kids, my sister and I. We were there, we could play with, you know, but they only had one kid. <laughs> <laughs> so it was entertainment for their yeah. kid too, i That sure. was the first radio I'd ever had. And then my brother was working at the camp. And you, he, you'd work all winter, and you just come out in the spring. Like, yeah. Well, you get out for Christmas, and mm -hmm, the, mm -hmm. you have to go back to the cafe. You stayed in there, like till uh, spring, till the March wow. breakup. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Maurice moved then to Madawaska. There, I think there was about nine, in nineteen fifty-three. Oh, okay, so I think so. When they moved out to Madawaska. And it just seemed as if everything was more or less dead and up and cross than be, you know. That was probably the big business there then, right? Yeah. So that was a big change. Yeah, I can imagine. And the hydro be. come through, I think, at that time, around that time too. In the 50s? Yeah, it was like about 53 maybe or something like that. Did you have hydro then at your farm? Oh, no. Never? Oh, uh, oh not then. Just that that wasn't until, I don't know, maybe. Gosh, we all had lamps. Everybody. And if we thought, like, for, say everybody dressed so poorly, that, but you didn't think anything of it because everybody was the same. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't really question it. It wasn't out of the normal. Yeah. It's just all of us normal. Like my sister says, we didn't even know we were poor. Because, you know, everybody was the same. You were saying that the hospital, nobody went to the to hospital to have babies. So where was the closest hospital for you? First, it was a Red Cross outpost. Mm -hmm. It's up in Whitney. Yeah. And uh, it was, I think it was just a house. And that's where they had, uh, that's where all my kids were born. Oh, okay. It was in Whitney. Yeah. And if you, did you ever hear of Dr. Post? No, I haven't. Oh, 
I guess he delivered everybody after things got better and you were going, went to the hospital, like for me. But why, like all the others, like before that, they all had the bad hole. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like now, you go to a, if you're expecting, uh, you have, you uh, only went, I only went to a doctor up at the Whitney uh, for, a vis uh, for a test, you know, like that to fit for your test test or he wanted to see you. I only went three times for the whole. Wow. And like nowadays I was thinking they're all running to the to the doctor. Yes. He must be tired. Yes. <laughs> like and the like that before that I only went three times for the whole semester. Yeah, for the whole pregnancy only yeah. three times. Yes, it's definitely changed when it yeah. comes to pregnancies, I, I think. think. Doctor Post he was a very nice doctor. He was just a family doctor, like, and he'd go into the camps once a month. Oh, okay. Yeah. Check he'd everyone. Delivered the medication, like for the winter, like that. As it was cold, they'd have cold, med you know, like drops oh, okay. and all this sort of stuff, salves and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But he went once a month. Come in. He went to the camps. Because like if anybody's sick in the camp or they have a cold, like for toothache or something like that, they had all that type of medication in the okay. camps. Yeah, just in case kind yeah. of thing. But now everything is different. It was a whole new world when Murray's moved out to Madawaska. Yeah. Like then all the young lads, like you know the boys, all tried to get a job for the summer months and their summer months a job at Murray's Island Slabs or working like that. I know all my all my kids worked at Murray's. Okay. Except one, I guess. But my uh, one of them just retired here just I guess a couple of weeks, months ago. This all okay. his life he worked at Murray's. Wow. Yeah. He has worked there. We were just talking, my kids were, we were just talking about the other day. I think He's worked there 47 years. Wow. He just retired. He could have worked a couple more years yet, but he always kept telling me, Mama, I'm soon going to soon yeah. gonna have to retire. But then he come. It was no surprise, like, to me. I was always telling him, you should have a rest, you know, yes. before you die. <laughs> yes, you want to enjoy a little bit, yeah. too. So what did your husband do for work? Oh, he worked for Burries, too. For 25 years, and then at last, he was a truck driver. Oh, okay. And you know, like you get a load of lumber, and after might take it to Ottawa or Montreal, down to the docks. It's going overseas, and uh, or he might have to go to, you know, every night it's a di you know, different place. Or I'd be going to Toronto or Hamilton, but it was starting to get on his nerves so bad. He said that he was. As if he was getting too old, he is too tired. He said someday he's going to take, you know, get off the road. In fact, one time he was so tired he was going to Hamilton. But anyways, he was so tired. <laughs> every night you go out, so I. <clears throat> but anyways, this time he was so tired he pulled off, and then just for a little rest, he shut his eyes and he said he thought he'd better go. Go start. I looked at the time. He thought he had better go, and he said he was so tired, he didn't know if he was going or coming, but he had to get a slip 
said what he had to have to hand in yeah. at the place wherever he was taken. And he found out he was just on his way there. It was the hammer. Oh no, yeah. yeah. So he said, he said, I'm going to just have to get a different job. So he went up to the park and that's where he worked for another 12 or 13, I don't know. Yeah. What, what did he do in the park then? Oh, it was, you go in and that was springtime. Yeah, up in the park, you rake the, you know the places if you go to... Like the trails and that? Yeah, trails of the yeah. grounds. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Anybody yeah. wants to get a cab on her, you know, yeah. like that. But it was easier, I thought. He said it was a lot of responsibility. You won't want to fall asleep when you're driving. No. You know, and that's a lot of time alone on the road, too. Yeah. So you just... Take it out at night, you get out, up in the middle of, maybe it's two o'clock or something, you have to go to Toronto, mm -hmm. you have to get up, I'd have to call him, so, you know, like, get up. I remember this one night, he says, Ruth, don't forget, I'm going up, it's a new place, I have to take the lumber to, you call, uh, you call me, make sure I'm going to get up a little bit earlier <laughs> tonight, I have to go. And I, I, I uh, the alarm rang. And I thought, put my head back, I thought, oh gosh. And I fell asleep. Oh no. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so all nights I thought, sorry, we're all running you know. Yeah, yeah, all it's concerned. Just... So it was it wasn't just hard on him, it was hard yeah. on you because you yeah. had to So he just go to Trotter or wherever it is and then you come back and the come back the next day and the now if you went in the night, come back around noon or afternoon and you get loaded up for another place and you have to go out again. Maybe it's to Ottawa. He never mm -hmm. liked going to Ottawa. He said that's awful place. He said whoever built that city <laughs> didn't have any plans at all. He just he said it's around the summertime when <coughs> the tour season is on they're, then they're always uh, you know there's detours but I mean he said it's built, you can be going, and then there's a detour, and he said, you come around a corner, and there's the end of the st street. And he said, <laughs> it's just terrible, and he didn't like going to Montreal. There's a lot of one-way streets. you're French, yeah. and you can't get nothing to eat. He said, first time he went there, after, what well, he knew then, because he said, you want something to eat? And you... You can't speak French, and they can't, don't understand English. <laughs> so he said, well, they decided, and if you put your hand or mouth, you want something to eat, they might bring you a pint of beer. So oh. he said, I'm not, <laughs> you are so, you can't so have that. I said, I am, I said, I'm going to just make you a few sandwiches, and you know, yeah. he always did take a thermos anyways, but he said that was the worst. Please. I mean, if you don't know your French. Yes. Because yeah. I could never understand in school, like at that time, why you'd have to learn French. We don't ever learn, have to be using French. I mean, if yeah. you're only in. Around here, you don't use yeah, it that much, yeah. Especially in them years, it's only maybe in the 40s, and we're never going to be in Montreal to learn French yeah. or to use French. Did you ever go to Montreal yourself? No. No? Yeah. I've never been any place much except a few places I went to work. And 
on us for trips after my husband died. He's dead now about 15 years. I, uh, I could never go any place because he was sick. Oh. Yeah. So, but I didn't get my girls to come with me. We went to BC. It was on a, had to, we flew, went to Ottawa, and then from there you took a plane to BC. It was, no, to Alberta, that's where it was. Oh, okay. And from there it was by bus. It was a real nice trip. Is, is BC ever nice? Or the Rockies? And then we were to uh, Lake Louise. Yes. And that, where the, uh, the Queen and King, uh, like, yeah, the Queen is uh, Elizabeth II and Queen, then Prince George. Oh, okay. Queen, or King George, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's where they, they stayed. Where's that? Nice. They just had it open because there was no tourists and they were just cleaning up, like doing the house cleaning at that place. And that's why they were able to take like us when we were passing through. Oh. Just the might as well I just have some income, you know. That wasn't ever nice. Oh. I know when we got off the bus and just stood and looked with our heads up at the rock. You know, like the rock. It was just really something. And it was just great. I always remember that trip. Well, that's the only trip we ever did. <laughs> that's a pretty good trip, though, I'd have yeah. to say. Yeah. Uh, but I always remember it, too. I don't know, I passed out on the plane. Oh. I can't. I, I just looked out. They said, put on your seatbelt. Or take the, uh, yeah, make everybody put on their seatbelt for experience and turbulence. I thought, I wonder what's out there. And I was sitting right next to the wind, looked out, and I don't know, there's something just going around. It just, just, uh, it just, I don't know, it just went, I just, you know, I was knocked out. Yeah. And yeah. then, as if that wasn't enough, I lost my suitcase on my trip. Oh, and no. We were supposed to leave the next day yet. That was the funniest part. I was just prettier. <laughs> you were ready to go home. And the funniest part is, I have my daughter's. Uh, purse. She said, Mom, you have the biggest suitcase. Would you mind taking me in my purse? And I like, she would always keep enough money, like just in her smaller purse, keep it in my suitcase. Yes. And then I had all the the tops, like I had bought for everybody back home, like all my kids. Yes. And then they were all in my suitcase, and here it's lost. It's funny how stuff like that yeah. happens. Just like that was the first time I ever was on a plane. So, um, when you you were talking about school earlier, did you have the same teacher up until grade ten? Oh no. Uh, I remember the first time I ever had a teacher. I think I had her three years, and then she was from North Bay or Nip yeah, Trout Creek. Or oh, okay, more northern North Bay. And then there were some other ones, but. The longest one I ever had was, I guess it's Charlie Murray's daughter, I guess do you, mm, you I, wouldn't. I don't think so, yeah. no, no. It's her daughter. She was the nicest, she married a Yui. Okay. I think he was a bank manager here. No, she was such a nice teacher. From the day, you know, when you go to school, the first day the teacher's so nice and you just like, uh, but she, uh, when the 
School will end. I, I had her for four years. She was the same one, and yet we left. You know, as when she come, you sh just showed, sat there, and yeah. She was so nice. She just died here about five or six years ago, I guess. She was in here. Okay. She was such a nice teacher. Nice teachers make all the difference, makes you yeah. want to go to school. Yeah, because yeah, I think all well, the times were so different like that. Out would come the strap. I only got it once that was for come on late. But then we had three miles. But I guess she thought the rest were all thinking we're not getting the strap. Anyway, the rest were, would, you know, they all lived around the schoolhouse pretty well. Yes. And we had three, I had three miles to walk, like us kids. And she, but we had to go out in the porch and that's where she came, but she just gave it just, a, a light one. Yeah, <laughs> because that's the way it was supposed to be. So were you the farthest from the school out of all the students? Oh yeah, we were pretty well. And the school was in Madawaska then? Oh no, Cross Lake. Okay, it was yeah. in Cross Lake then. Yeah. Oh. Murray said their meal like up in Cross Lake too. And I remember when we always like, we were always so tired all the time. But on Monday morning, now you can imagine the times, we'd hear a car come when we were walking to school. It had to be Mick Murray. He was the boss of Murray's Mill, like up at Cross Lake. Yes. And, oh, we're going to get a drive. He always stopped and picked us up, us three kids. I That was so nice. Or uh, there was a Golka from Murray's Mayor. He worked for Murray's on Monday morning. He'd come like up too late to, for Murray's. And we'd always get a drive, but he was a Golka from Murray's Bay. There was, was there a lot of people with cars back then or no? No. Yeah, it's so different. Everybody has a car now. But now, I just think I can't even drive. Nobody, everything was standard, you know what I mean? You see, anybody that did have a vehicle, the, the father always drove the car. And the oh. mother, you know. Yeah, she was the passenger. Or if you went to church, well then, I mean, like now everybody can... Drive. Yeah. Did your family go to church? Oh yeah, you better go to church. <laughs> yes, every Sunday, right? Yeah, every Sunday. You better not be sick. <laughs> Where did you go to church then? Oh, it was in Cross Lake and then we had it in the schoolhouse. Okay. Yeah, because, but Murray's, they built a little chapel or something like, it was right in Cross Lake for their man. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because everyone was pretty much Catholic, right? Pardon? Was everyone Catholic pretty much in Cross Lake or? Well, just kind of mixed. See, yeah. I was Protestant. Okay, so there, yeah. w there was Protestant and Catholic. Yeah. 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 And everybody went to the same church then? No, no. We went to the, in the school, but the chapel that was built for the priest. Okay. Like in the people at Cross Lake. Yes. Yeah. So that was where the Catholic yeah, church or, was and the Protestant people was. People like that worked as, like the camp, maybe right at the Murray's. They, mm -hmm. you know, slept there and everything. But at last, 
it all faded out. They moved out to Madawaska when the hydro come through. Yes. And then every it was all changed and everything. Yeah. It just yeah. seemed like did did you still have church then at the schoolhouse even after they moved? I don't know. I was married then. Okay. And then did you move to Madawaska when you were married? Yeah. I went to Madawaska. My husband was a Catholic. So we went to the church in Madawaska then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. How did you meet your husband? What was his name? Coolis. <laughs> Coolis. How, how did you meet him? I don't know yet. Just, I don't know. I think it was at a dance. Oh, okay. And he didn't, he never danced. <laughs> you never could convince him? No. <laughs> I thought, it, oh yeah, I think there was like in a square dance and it was all square dancing. I think there was the person I was dancing with, there was outside having a cigarette or something. And anyways, they just grabbed him while he was in the, you know, in the, just all over the body, just standing around. Grabbed him, come on here, and we read your short of one, so that's how come. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cute. Where was the, where did you have dances there? Oh, there was, there, I don't know, there was odd one had, but the dances they'd have more or less was in the hall in Madawaska. Oh, okay. Of course, if you, that was later on, and you know, after a spinning school, but they had dances in Madawaska in the hall. Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. they have a new hall now, yeah. but it was everything has just all changed. Like now, I couldn't stand a square dance. I'd get so dizzy. I'd <laughs> spin right over. <laughs> I think I'd just probably throw up. <laughs> from being I got so dizzy. <laughs> yes, it's it's a lot of moving those dances. Yes. A lot of spinning too. Did it have live music at the dances? Oh yeah. Uh, like now Frida's brother, he was the one for Matt and Madame Oscar when the dances were he was the call like the caller. Oh okay. Yeah. Did you know Frida well? I just knew her to see her. Oh okay. Or even just uh, even when I come down here, I just knew her. I, well, just, or I meet her in a store, see her in a store, you know. So when I come here, when I come down here, I knew another one in Madawaska was Betty. Is it Stevenson? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. She was the first one to come and see me because she's from Madawaska. She heard I was here. I'd often heard about, like, that name, but I'd never. Maybe I did meet her, see her on the street of Madawaska, but I mean, I never knew. Yeah. I never went out much. I couldn't because my husband was gone all day, and if you had a smaller kid, they were still not going to school yet, so I never got out much. How many kids do you have? Five. Five? I just have four now. Okay. Because one's dead. And, uh, I just have four here. I have two boys and two girls. That would have been a lot of work to raise that many kids. Oh, I, I didn't mind. I don't think there's as much work then with kids as there is with one now. Yes, yeah. They're definitely, I think, they expect more almost from I, the I parents. I think if you live, like we lived, we lived in Madawaska then, but it's out of Madawaska, like about a mile and a half. 
because we had two pigs and, and mm -hmm. hens, that's all we had. Yeah. But, I mean, the kids and the way everything was like, I was all alone, more or less, with my husband, you know, out all the time. Yeah. So on the weekends, he didn't want to drive any place because he was so tired, he just wanted to lie down and sleep. From driving all week, he probably yeah. doesn't want to drive more. So he just, everybody was like, now, when uh, I come down here, I just think it was just great. And in fact, I still think it's great. I think it's like, the meals are good. And I can read. I just love reading. I read from morning till night. Did you always read a lot? No, I didn't have much time. Not before, because no. Because you better get out of the garden or if it was in the winter time, it's pla You know, she do some shoveling. It's always something. Yes. Or there was a pond back of our place, like back a homemade, like a dugout. Yeah. And they had, could uh, skate on that. The kids would want me to come back because back of where the pond was, come on and watch them skate. <laughs> so they went skating a lot then? Oh, oh I never skated. No? You... No, you couldn't afford in my time when I was growing up mm -hmm. because there was no place, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, skates were probably expensive. And there was no such a thing, I don't think, as anybody. You have no idea how... Nobody can just up and say, I'm going to buy a pair of skates. Now it just seems as if everybody has everything. When you get married, oh, I guess you just go to the bank and I guess get some money. <laughs> everything, you know, yes. so, so different. When you did buy stuff like clothes, where did you, where would you get it from? Or was it mostly homemade and handmade? Oh, you have to, like we were working out someplace, well then, like if it was Peterborough or someplace. Well, you better buy your clothes there to take home. Maybe yes. you need a new coat or mm -hmm. overshoes. Or... And when you were younger, did your mom make your clothes or where oh, did Oh, yeah, we had one once. My mom was always spinning and, and my older sister there, she was always knitting. Morning till night. Yeah, that's... That's where your clothes came from. <laughs> and if you're working out, you just bought your clothes before you come home. Because what, where are you going to walk to? To Pembroke or Barry Street? No, you wouldn't be going to Pembroke because that's too far away. You do you could do well if you if you uh, got to Barry Street, you know. Yes. I probably was. I don't know. Like, and you just got as far as as Edmonds here. Like yes. If you wanted clothes, if you didn't want to go out someplace. Did you remember the train ever? Do you have any memories oh, of I it? I just remember it's come to Madawaska. That's all I remember because I lived in Cross Lake and I, uh, like if you sent to Eaton's at that time and you sent for some, some parcel, like I mean some clothes, that's right, and the catalogs, that were everybody pretty well. Got their yeah. clothes, yeah. But uh, if uh, you had a big parcel, well then it'd come to the station in Madawaska and, and if it wasn't, it'd come to the, you know, post office. Yeah. Did you ever go on the train? Yeah, I was on the train, I guess, once to Pembroke. I went to see my sister. She lived down on a farm near Westmeath. Okay. And she said, if you come down, Ruth, she said, uh, she said, we'll drive you back to up to Pembroke. She said, to catch the train. 
Mm -hmm. Like they'd get Sparry's Bay here. Yes. And then to get home then the rest of the way, there was uh, Jimmy Morris, see? He always had a, he come down with his car every day to Barry's Bay. Mm -hmm. And then if you wanted something, you'd go with him. It would be just like a taxi. Okay. But you, he might have four or, or people a day or whatever. And sometimes maybe there'd be only one. Sometimes there's uh, three or four. And then when you're finished shopping, you might, like if it was a man, he'd be buying us overhauls and stuff here at Barry's Bay. And uh, the train, the, the, not the train, the a taxi kind of a thing. He'd leave and at one o'clock he waited in the station in that station. Yeah. Railway yeah. station. And then he was leaving at one o'clock back to Madawaska. Oh, okay. So that that was probably used a bit more than the train. I I see I don't even remember. If the train come every day, then at last it stopped. I see that's something that I was thinking after, I was wishing maybe Frida would have been better at, uh, you know, at explaining, because she lived right in Madawaska, whereas I lived six miles out in the country. You've been listening to Ruth Coolis, born in 1927 near Cross Lake, on a farm near the old Murray Sawmill. We're going to take a short break, but do come back to hear the rest of Ruth's fascinating story about her life and times. Everything from working in a button factory in Peterborough for 29 cents an hour near the end of the Second World War to more recent events closer to home. <laughs> 